I always, always, always enjoy it when uh, we meet up. It's once, once a month, you know, whenever we can, because um, I know you're super busy. So whenever you are free to join us for the circle, I feel so blessed because I actually view you as one of my spiritual mentors, honestly. You know, um, you have given me a lot to think about in terms of uh, especially relationship with our animals, mm. you know, both physical and the spiritual mm. in terms of conscious caregiving for animals. And to be honest, I mean, like I started this, this monthly circle really with you in mind, you know, because I felt a calling and very drawn towards you. And it, it just made me feel very blessed that you have the same uh, uh, calling as well. That you want to spread the word about conscious caregiving. Mm. It's so you needed. Know. So like everything, everything is the wider consciousness intelligence. And so, yeah, it's honoring the physical that we all are. Like our animals are physical beings. And so there's physical needs and there's practical solutions and logic that we need to support our animals physically. But I'm like, guys, but our animals are also a soul. And um, when we're not honoring the soul, when we're not contemplating the soul we're not exploring the soul including our own soul then we're missing like we are so missing potential purpose um our life experiences of why we're here by being in that wider consciousness um, yeah and so for me i'm just like that we like i can't not talk about it now I, partly because i'm in it right i can't unsee what i've seen and i can't do what i do and i, I can't not talk about it because i know i know how changing it is for ourselves as well as our animals. I mean, I've literally just done a social media share from a from a session I did yesterday that, yet again, has blown my mind. Yeah, and welcome everyone. Welcome, yeah, uh, Talita and Mercedes and um, someone says it's iPad Pro. I don't know your name. If you want to put in your <laughs> chat your name, uh, welcome. So at least we honor honor you by welcoming you by your name, iPad Pro. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um... I think for those of, uh, of you who are new here, who don't know Dr. Isla Fishman, I've put in the chat um, her website, Kachina Canine. Um, she is um, honestly like someone I absolutely adore. Um, as I said, she's like my, I view her as one of my spiritual mentors and friends. Uh, I'm really blessed to call her my friend now. Um, but she is, let's see, She's a very brainy lady with lots of degrees behind her. So she's got like some PhDs and stuff like that. You know, I, I don't know, like zoologist. I don't know what your conservationist, biologist or something. <laughs> you know, uh, she's worked with uh, wolves as well. Um, but she is now her focus is very spiritual and shamanic in nature. So, you know, uh, we do this conscious caregiving once a month. Uh, whenever I'm blessed to have her join me. And today, uh, she's going to be sharing something that she recently went through uh, last month with Tukasila, which is, I think, Ayla, why don't you explain to everyone your relationship with Tunka? Yeah, okay. So, um, so Tukasila is, um, was, I should say, is, uh, was my wolf dog. Um, so we... We lost, let me honor all my dogs. So um, a good few years ago now, we lost Max. Um, but 2020, we lost Cola, who was another wolf dog. Welcome, Kimberly. Then December the 27th, we lost our little dog, Charlie. 
who I have to honour fully. She was known as Charlie Bean by Christmas Pants. But then March the 17th, we also lost Tunka Sela. So we lost like a dog 2020, right then to 2021, and then Tunka Sela 2022. Um, and Tunka Sela in particular, because I've had Tunka Sela since I was a puppy, is um, like not just the fact that she I've had her since she was my, since she was a puppy she's just my soul dog oh my goodness like physically wise we've been through a lot together she we were in an abusive relationship so i was physically abused and so was she um she she literally saved my life from from taking my own um she's a dog um that has had trauma from that abusive relationship and also one of her very early life experiences when i was um, socialising to the dogs was that she was chased by ten, there was a dog walker had 10 dogs off lead and they chased her and you know, there was instances that happened and so she's been a she's carried a lot of trauma so through our walk together of of life um, we've just together like deepened our our spiritual connection our soul connection to the point of she also has supported me in my own um, soul journey uh, my own exploration of the soul, of wider consciousness, of of intelligence, of really tapping into beyond seeing our our animal friends as the physical being that they are, like the physical being that we all are, is of course a, a vibration in itself. Of like, wow, this is what the animal represents. But we can go beyond that into the wider consciousness, into the intelli intelligence, uh, which in a sense is oneness, right? But it's the, the wider conscious intelligence beyond the intellect, so beyond the intellect of what we may know, what we may, may know, what an animal may know, and how they can share this wisdom from their soul, which gets to be something like, oh, when we sit in, when we get to that place and sit into that space, our relationship with our animal friends just just changes and so Tunka Sela and I have been on this journey um where I went to, uh, into a deep space with her of like her sharing all the time I was like what do you want to share what's it that you want to share and and then she she as I say she passed recently I know this is what we're going to talk about today anyway um but pretty like within like overnight practically as she passed she she again a, sh a share came through uh, which was um you know, you called me Tunkasila, that was my name, as you called me, which depicted her wisdom, her, her wildness, her, um, almost like her medicine, just this, this powerful, wise, ancient being of knowledge, of knowing, but in the, in the in, in, in intelligence of the consciousness. Um, and she's like, that's not my name. Like, I'm, I'm, she's now spirit. So it's like, she's now no longer Tunkasila because she's not a physical body anymore. She's like, that's not my name. My name is Najal Najai. So I'm in this new relationship with her. So like, she, she sits here and she speaks. So she sits here and she's like, yeah, let me like speak for me. Like she, she brings messages for the human race that are ready to hear them, listen to them of how we yeah how we explore who we truly are how we allow our soul to step forward how we step into that place of i refer to as nothingness into knowingness we we become nothing but in the way that we become nothing we become everything um and she wants us like we are we we're all important everything that exists is important everything that is alive is important but she's she wants us to drop into that place so we realize our full power potential and beauty um to really love ourselves and as we love ourselves that spreading out to create this beautiful change of, of existence and um, where we acknowledge and recognize the love in everything because we recognize and acknowledge the love in ourselves.
Yeah. So, Najal, how do you, how do you say her name? Najal Najai. Najal Najai, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how, how has your relationship, you know, during the, when she was passing, when she was ready from Tunkash Silla, when she was going to pass through and leave her physical body, what were the things that you did uh, in ceremony with her? Thank you for asking that question. So, yeah, and, and you know, what it, what it's, what has really made me realize, and there's something like I'm, it, it's, it's kind of filtering, it's filtering down, it's not quite in a physical creation yet, but something's filtering down about how do I create some sort of workshop of, um, where we can create sacred space and ceremony for our animal friends that have passed, because that is, it, that isn't what is happening that much. So we always have this celebration, like we've got we've got a puppy or we've got a kitten or whatever it may be. Like the we we celebrate and honor birth and we celebrate and honor um, events and life events. But when it kind of comes to to death, um, large well largely because we're just not taught about it anymore. Of how do we go into ceremony? How it's just not a conversation that we have about how death is also a, a ceremony. How death is also a celebration. The celebration of of the physical body that's now back into spirit so there's that part of it and there's also the part of like so many of us because we're not taught about death or that we are taught that it's something to, to fear something to be scared of something that is um so painful as it is because it's an initiation that we're just like wow we better not talk about it and for me I'm like that why why or not even a why question when when did we stop going into ceremony uh, around death and so when Tunga Sita was passing, a few weeks before that, I was, it, it was clear that she was, it was clear that she didn't have long left. Um, and there was, so when I say there was clear, from a, from a connection with her, it was clear, but also then looking at her physical body. So that's why for me, the beauty is, yes, we can always rely on the physical, but wow, when we blend the physical and the soul together, it's just even more profound. So her eyes, literally, it was like her eyes um, were always so big and wide and, and, and just bright, like beautiful, like marble eyes, like you'd see on a teddy bear. And it was like someone had pushed them in. So they were really sunken. And also her smell, her smell had really changed. And there was other physical things, like she wasn't walking very well and she wasn't really eating. And um, But I just kept connecting with her just going okay is you know are you ready to pass is now time do you like do you want assistance do you want to pass naturally and just every day she was just like not today not today and so I went into a ceremony with her I think three weeks before she she died to say do you know what and this is something that I actually do for uh, I, I do variety of different types of soul sessions one of the soul sessions that I do for animals that are soon to pass, that are, are very, very unwell, it's kind of looking likely that they're, they're soon to pass. So I did this ceremony for her. Um, sorry, no, I lie. First and foremost, I did this um, soul session for her to say, hey, what is it that you would like when it's your time to pass? Share with me. And it's, you know, it's a little bit like sitting down with our parents or grandparents and asking them like funeral arrangements. What would, what music would you like? What would, just share with us. Um, and so we went in this beautiful space and, you know, it was really beautiful. I mean, some of the stuff that she shared, um, yeah, like she taught, she, she, she shared a song with me, which is very common when I do these sessions, but she shared a song with me that is really just like, you know, she's like, this is, this is a reminder of like our relationship, our time together. She shared a, um, a film. It's a really old film called The River Runs Through It. And she was like, yeah, you, you need to watch this film. Like, you need to watch this film whilst I'm still alive. Like, you and my husband, Stevie. So you... 
Stevie and me, like we're just going to sit and watch this film. And it's um, it's I hadn't heard of it before and I've not seen it before. But oh my goodness, there was when we like when watching this film, me and my husband were like that because there were so many synchronicities, so many synchronicities, um, and even things that would just be really personal to me and Stevie, and no one else, no one else would even notice it. And I was just like, you clever, you clever girl. Um, and you know, throughout the entire film, she she got the point in in, in her life where she did need a lot of. Um, a lot of comfort which was very hard for her because she's a very very independent girl and as she was starting to fail she just yeah needed someone to be around uh, and that was very very hard for her to to accept as well but whilst we watched this film she just she just lay so so still and then as soon as the film finished she just did a big stretch and a big sigh and um even even in that film there's these beautiful words and i will when we finish before we finish today i will share those words because oh my goodness they just just like an arrow, they just shot straight to my heart. But I'm sure they will for for a lot of, a lot of us because it was just words around just oneness, the beauty of life, all that we're connected to. So there was that. She also did a share with me that I think did I put up here, um, which I'll share. I'm sure I put up here. Um, yeah, I asked her. I'll share with. I'll share this as well. There's two shares that I have that I asked her. One one the night before she she died. And one a few weeks ago um, and then she shared uh, yeah what she would like on her altar so there's some general information that I will send out where someone says like I think my dog's gonna pass or my dog's just passed or my dog's gonna pass tomorrow and I'm like do you know what I just I, sending you love and holding I, I haven't got opportunity to to sit with your, your dog but there's some general information that I can send out and one of them is like how we can set up an altar so you can just set up an altar um, but a dog will also share kind of what they want around want to be around in this altar and um, oh Amrus, do I have, can I share my screen? Do you need to change? I can share my screen, perfect. Just real quick. Perfect, thank you. Um, here it is. And so this is just an example um, of what she wanted around the altar. So this can, as I say, you can just do a general, you can set up a general altar. Um, but in this connection, she shared with me specifically her, her colours were yellow and purple. Her colours were yellow and purple. She wanted yellow and purple flowers, which are which are up here. Um, she chose the red candle to be in the in the in the centre. So this jumper, so she took a seat. It would have been fourteen in June. Um, this jumper is the jumper that I wore when I picked her up as a puppy, and she was like, "That needs to be the altar cloth." Um, she asked for certain um, uh, plants to be around. So there was lemon balm, there was lemon, there was lemongrass. She asked for lemons. She asked for cob. Uh, there's some steak in, in here. There's a little um, bowl of water. She asked for yellow candles to be around. Um, uh, and then she asked for... What did she ask? For um, the flowers, the candles, the cob, the food, the flowers, the jumper. Yeah, that's what she asked for. Um, and what was really beautiful, and, and it's like... so. I appreciate, and it might be like everyone's, everyone's that's joining tonight anyway, but I appreciate that I'm in a different relationship um, around death than most people. So I really appreciate that, that when my other dogs have passed, I did a similar ceremony for those. I really honored them and I was like, okay, I'm, but I'm all right. I'm at peace. Like I'm, I'm a bit sad, but I'm, I'm at peace. And I always said to myself, when Tunka Seed is going to pass, I'll be fine. Like I know I'll be fine, but I'm also gonna be an absolute mess. I'm gonna be an absolute mess because she's my hard dog. We've been through all this life journey together, and she's my soul being, and I'm just gonna be a mess. Um, 
and it, I even surprised myself at how okay I was because I, the next thing that I did was the ceremony. And this is kind of what I want to go into because for me, like even people like that, I like, are you okay? Like everyone was really quite worried about me. And then I think people were more worried about me because they saw me being okay. And they were like, she's going to break down any minute. And don't get me wrong. Like there was times when I cried and, um, but how, yeah, just an oval, every, the, the pain and the grief almost. And like, oh, you know, I would I'd give anything to have her back tomorrow was just consumed by this over, just overriding sense of peace. And I absolutely certain it came from the ceremony. And that's why for me, by having that experience, I'm like, wow, to go into ceremony so deeply is is healing in itself. It's It helps with the grieving process. And so also what she shared with me when we um, when I do these soul sessions, and I did this soul session for her, is that she shared with me her symbol. And so for me, like, I, I mean, I love sacred geometry. I love symbols. Symbols are um, the original language as I see it. Symbols speak to us, but in vibration, in shape, and therefore the shape that the symbol is in is a vibration that can also be self-healing, powerful. It can speak to us. And so that's how I see her now. I see her as Najal Najai, who is this spirit. So I see her as light, but also I will connect to her through through her symbols. So we all have symbols. Like you have a symbol, I have a symbol, everyone listening has a symbol. All of our animal friends have symbols. Plants have symbols, trees have symbols. Everything has a symbol, but it's it's not their symbol in the physical body that they're in. It's the symbol of their spirit of their soul so it's their symbol um and a vibration of well their vibration of them through a symbol so um that's the one that drew out so that is that's tunka sealers um which yeah is really speaks to my heart it sits right in front of my my altar um and i speak to in that way as well and so i had an understanding of what she wanted around the altar i had an understanding of um yeah, oh yes, that was what's what she wanted on the altar, which really threw me. Um she asked for lemon meringue pie, and I'm like that. You've never had lemon meringue pie in your life. You've never but it's fine, like I trust, right? I trust what I receive, so I get you lemon meringue pie. And actually we couldn't we couldn't find any, so we got like these little lemon tart cake things. And given given that she had she hadn't really been eaten for a while, she ate it. She didn't eat it all, but she she ate half of it, and I was just like, ah, what and that's why for me it just opens up opens you up to this wider consciousness that we all are like i would never never ever give my dog lemon meringue pie just thinking that, that they would like it but that was her share and that's what she wanted also on the altar as well um so yeah she got her got her lemon meringue pie and then um we went into this ceremony and the ceremony was also it wasn't just for her it's almost like it's going into ceremony to honor your animal that is soon to pass it's going into ceremony to prepare your space and it's also going into ceremony to prepare yourself. So during the ceremony, there was times where I was like, ah, I was probably crying my eyes out. Um, but it was so powerful that that's what I mean. It's just like, wow, all the grief that I was holding, all the releasing that I needed to do was was just done and gone. Um, and of course, there's still a sense of like, wow, but her physical body isn't here anymore. So I missed that. But as I say, it was just this power of peace by building, for me, it's like building power through the ceremony. I was building power, building power, building power, building strength, building strength, building strength. And she shared with me, there's a there's an old band called Orbital. Um, and there's a song, um, a track, a tune called One Perfect Sunrise. And she's just like, you play that. In your ceremony, you play that over and over and over. And until it's, like, it's gone, you're done, it's gone. And, and so I played it. And um, and I did. I just, I mean, I, 
I danced for maybe three or four hours. And sometimes I'd dance and just cry my eyes out. Sometimes I'd dance and I was like, what, real? And sometimes I'd dance and I'm like, I'm just being, I'm just, it's all in the body, right? It's, you're coming out of your, your, you're really just in your body, in your heart. You're, you're allowing your soul to guide you and you're, wow, my body wants to do this now. My body, and my body wants to cry now. My body kind of is hurting here now. And you're just going into that dance. Um, so I, I haven't got a clue how how long it took, but I know that I did 13 rounds because I then went into more of a a, a shamanic ceremony with it of um, honouring the directions, honouring my power animals, like dancing with my, asking my power animals to come and give me strength, asking my spirit guides to come and give me strength, dancing for Tunkasila, dancing for myself, um, uh, dancing for like anything else that needs to come through. Um, all these different rests. It was like round. It was like almost like um, like you were doing a, uh, in a longer ceremony, I suppose, where you do different rounds. Or like if you're doing a sweat lodge, you do like maybe four rounds or six rounds or however many rounds you're doing. So I just did round one, round two, and just kept going, 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 going. And that was really, 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 really powerful. And you know what was really beautiful is that when I was doing this ceremony, like Tunka Seal just, she just lay on the sofa the entire time and watched me. The entire time. Um, so yeah, I did this, I did this ceremony, um, and then, and actually I need to backtrack before I did the ceremony, I cleansed the space. So I went round, um, not the entire house, just just the downstairs, uh, where Tunka Sila was going to pass. So I will share that she, um, it's always nice in a way if our dogs can pass naturally, if, um, yeah, if they are, if their body is not in too much discomfort. Um, but she was sharing with me like she's she was done. She was like, you know, she's like, we can keep on going. We can keep on going until I fall asleep. But I'm, she's like, I'm struggling here. I'm, I'm kind of done. So we did actually ha have vet assistance. So the vet was coming to the house. So I just cleared the space where she was going to be and where I was going to be preparing the space and doing the ceremony. And so I did that through, um, I did smudging. So I smudged and then I got my rattle and just rattled all around like the doors and the walls and the windows just everywhere. And then I just sang with my drum. I just kind of sang a little song with my drum until again, it's, this is all felt right. So I always say that my clients don't think it, feel it. It's all felt sense, allowing your soul to experience. And just until it felt like, yeah, it feels really good. It feels really strong and powerful and clear. So then I went to this dancing ceremony. Um, and then after that, I went into, um, I have like a few powwow tracks and there was just one, um, the, um, what was it called now? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, was it the great, the great gathering of the, I think the great gathering. Anyway, the, um, I listened to, I listened to this powwow again over and over. I think I did seven, I think I did seven rounds of that. Um, and that was building power for Tunka Sila. It was building power for Tunka Sila and preparing her body, preparing her soul. Like, okay, you, this is going to be happening. Uh, and so just really through intention and, and just, yeah, just really strong intention and purpose of building now support and honouring um, and an acknowledgement and acceptance that Tunka Sila was, was going to pass um, soon. And then um, I did a little bit of a, I did some blessing work around her. Um and then I sat with her and sang some songs. Um, and then the vets came. Is that right? Then the vets came. What else did I need to share? Yeah, no, the vets came. And that by that point, we had the altar set up. We had the candles on. 
Um, and then as he was, um, yes, yeah, just preparing her to give her the injection, at that point, there's just some really simple words that you can say, which just go to the light. So I was just into Tunkasila. So if if the animal is going to die at home, if the animal uh, needs to pass at the vet practice, you can also share that. You can also share with them, like, this is what's going to happen now. And um, you're going to be at the vets, but you're going to be super safe or you're going to be at home. This is what's going to happen. Um, you can share, okay, even just through imagination of, getting like through your imagination um connecting to your animal to say like your, your body's going to feel strange like it's not going to be painful but your body's going to feel strange um and you're just going to get really tired and you're going to fall asleep um and then you can share to them just go to the light go to the light and so what can happen is we have to for me the ceremony is building a strong heart because often we can of course no we none of us wants our animal friends to go that's the reality none of us do um and so we can unconsciously say things like, you know, please don't leave me. I'm not ready for you to go. What am I going to do without you? Please don't leave me. And what can happen is that the soul can get stuck. So the soul, the soul has to go back to the original home, as I call it, the original home, land of spirit, whatever we want to call it. Got to go back to that original place. So sometimes, yeah, unconsciously, when we are saying those words, it can keep the soul trapped. And um yeah, so I just assume, you know, this is what's going to happen now. So just go to the light. You're, you know, you're safe. Just go to the light. We love you very much. We're here. We'll, um, we'll see each other again. Just go to the light. Go to the light. Go to the light. Um, and then when she passed, I then, again, just, I did some drumming and chanting. Just drumming and chanting, drumming and chanting, drumming and chanting. Um, and then I went for a night vigil. So... I mean, so aptly, the, the night that she passed was a full moon. So I went out with Grandmother Moon. So I kind of prayed to Grandmother Moon and just soaked up her medicine. And I walked with Grandmother Moon just for a bit of a night vigil. And again, it was intentional. So just allowing Tunkasila, just really sensing, seeing, feeling like she's passing now. She's passing now and an easy transition and saying to her, like, meet those, meet those that are waiting for you. So there's always, whether it is... Um, uh, soul family or um the spirit of a dog that they used to live with or a family member or there's there's always someone waiting for them so it's like go and um, go meet them they're there they're waiting for you they can assist you so go meet them go meet them go to the light so i went on this purposeful kind of night vigil grandmother moon came back um and then i explored to see if she needed what's called a psychopomp so a psychopomp is where you can, it's a practice where you can sit with the soul and it translates to spirit assist. So you're literally assisting the spirits back to its original home. Um, so I sat, I, I sat with her just to like, I'll, I'll see how she's, does she need assistance? And then as I sat in with my drum and checked in to see, you know, does she need a psychopomp? It was just brilliant because she was like, she'd, she'd gone. Um, and so in my experience, most animals do. The, the animals that I've worked with that um, have passed, um, when I connect to see things to psychopop, they've, they've gone. Uh, now, I will share in my experience that's happened around either when someone, I've done a soul session for their animal that is about to pass or soon to pass, or I've given them the general information of, like, set up this space, tell your animal to go to the light, really prepare yourself. Um, yeah, but she was already gone. And so when I sat with her, that's when she said, I am Najah Najai and this is the way that we're going to work. Um, she said, give me, well, I'll share with you what she said, actually. And then after that, I, it just felt really powerful to still stay up all night. So I didn't actually end up sitting up all night. Like, as Amorous will know, like my bedtime is super early. Well, not super early, but for, ad for most adults, it's early. Um, 
but I stood up I think till about one half one in the morning just with grandmother moon and I just drummed just drummed and then just sat quietly and then drummed and sat quietly then I was like oh okay mm, okay there's a little bit more releasing to do so I'm just gonna cry I'm, I'm fine I'm not distressed I'm not I just need to cry my body's telling me I need to cry so that's what I'm gonna do and um yeah I just there was such a sense of of just deep peace such a sense of deep peace that even though my heart was still like whoa my heart is hurting and it's weird not having her physical body around and I miss her dearly like we can't when that time's going to come it's going to come we have no way of swaying that we have no way of being in control of that and so it's a beautiful teaching around like letting go of trying to be in control and it's also beautiful when we step into a ceremonial way because loss loss of we've lost a job we've lost in a relationship we've lost loss is an initiation so when we start to go this is a this is initiation now this is my soul is ready for this next step my soul is now ready for this initiation to be stronger to be greater to be um more um powerful in that way then we can see it as initiation and so really with deep focus and intention treat it like a very in, uh, deep and meaningful and honorable and respectful and sacred ceremony we're honoring the sacred that our animal is we're honoring the sacredness of the soul and the spirit that they that they become um and then she asked to have she just wanted a bit of time just to just allow her spirit to settle that's I guess my choice of words just allow her spirit to arrive and then we were to do this connection and she shared that she wanted to be like really playful um she something came to me about like a, a the elders tree house she was sharing about the elders tree house um, and for me like elders it's a the depiction of an elder is a wise old ancient grand elder that's full of wisdom like you sit down it's like that oh, like what like that wisdom is so amazing so there was this like elders tree house the tree house is playful it's fun it's like just stop taking yourself so seriously let's have some play in this and so yeah we we created this space called Najala Jai's tree house which is really just her sharing or me sharing when I'm been working with her so yesterday she came in in one of the soul sessions that I did for a dog um or anything that's kind of coming through in, in the spiritual work or the shamanic practice that I do um and there was then these shares so one of the shares was um I asked her uh, well it's not too long I literally just asked her um what do you have to share on death that's all what I said to her and these are her words, which I'll read this one out, then I'll read uh, the other one out as well. So what do you have to share on death? And so her reply was, nothing. Death does not exist. Now transformation, on the other hand, that is something very different. Death is so final when there is nothing final in passing over, passing on. To be, to become, to only be again. It is a cycle that you see for some time. Sorry. It is a cycle that you see for some of the time but it is not always seen in the way you know. I do not want to speak of death. This is not a word that I would use. This is not a word that holds the power, the ceremony, the sacredness and celebration that it once did of a being leaving their physical body. Death is a pain of the fear of forgetting and being forgotten. Death is a suffocation that ends the significance of dying. I am not to die and be no more. No one is. I am not to die and to not exist. No one is. I am to die when my spirit brings me my death song which we all have, and I know I am to immerse myself in it. I am to immerse myself in it like a warrior going home. When this is time and it is not now, I will have already made peace with this, and I am at peace with this. I do not sit and wait. 
I do not sit and wonder when this will be. It is programmed into me as it is programmed into all of us. Seek this programming. It was whispered into our soul, into you long, long ago. It was a teaching, a training of a mission you accepted, knowing when the mission is to end, there will be a homecoming. I do not care of knowing, of waiting, of wondering when my homecoming is to be. When it is to be will be in that exact moment. It will be my mother calling me, my father drumming for me, my grandmother bathing me, my grandfather singing for me, and my brothers and sisters running up to me rejoicing and welcoming me home. I want you to know of the warmth that is waiting when this time comes for me, for you, for us all. Yes, when my time comes, it will not be warm for you immediately, but it is my homecoming and I nod my head with what awaits. You will hold me in song, in ceremony, in a deep heart calling, crying and know I echo your call in the flame of the light, the fire, the candle, the sun, the dusk and the dawn. We are to have an incredible journey in this way when I can provide more for you, where I guide you as spirit grandmother in your own quest. There will be songs to be sung, stories to tell and much sharing and celebration. It will be a legacy just as Tunkasila holds in the great mystery. I will return to be part of it. So let's not speak of this death as it is considered today, for death is nothing. It does not exist, but only in the word. Let us share, celebrate and announce the homecoming and that there is nothing to fear. It will be the most beautiful homecoming that you could not even imagine until you also see it. This is what I want you to know. This is what I want you to be at peace with. This is what I want you to sing from your heart when my time comes and when your time comes. We are simply reflections of love, warriors of the heart, soldiers of light. And when our duty is done, we hear the call of our song within us and all around us. In everything that we have existed with at that time, the plants, the wind, the waters, the animals, the stars. We hear the call of our song and while singing, we return home. There is no fear. There is nothing to fear. Be at peace. Be at peace for I already am. Simply when that time comes, stand present, join in with all, join in with me and sing my death song with me. And even still reading that, I'm like, oh, so powerful, so, so powerful and strong. And so even that share, right, just brought me so much peace. And, and that's really what I want to share from, even from connecting with her in that way and also connecting with the dogs that I have that are soon to pass. I, I cannot, and it's only my experience, it's only my experience for the, the animals that I've done this for, but I can't explain, well, I can, but like how how at peace they are they are already so accepting they're already so at peace they're already in their own ceremony they're, there's just pure acceptance of like yeah and this time comes and if it's going to be so i'll come back around again another time i'll come back around again another time i'll come back around again another time if it's if it's to be so so it's almost like an just a they go into their own space of honoring and holding and ceremony and uh, in that way um, and therefore also a deep peace, a, a deep, deep peace from a soul level. Sometimes, even if I'm connecting with a dog that's like, mm, your physical body is not having a great time with um, with your slow death, um, but the soul, the soul's like, yeah, but that's my physical body, it's not my soul, it's my physical body. Um, and and then so when I went into that night with her, so the, the night um, as she was passing, as she'd passed, and... Um, this is the second share that, that she had. Um, hmm. And she shares, everything is so perfectly timed. Trust that we are more in control of our departure than you can know. You will also be more in control of your departure than you know. 
There is nothing to fight, nothing to defeat, nothing to be up against. This is the beauty of life and the gift of death. It is a gift. It may feel strange to hear these words with death, but death is a gift. Is it not a gift to be out of a failing body? Is it not a gift to have freedom from a body that was creating more restriction? Is it not a gift to be no longer be unlimited, to no longer suffer and be suffering? The death of me may not be a gift to you, but it is a gift for me. It allows me to be free. It allows me to return to source, return to self and all that is possible. It is a gift that allows me to return home. It is a gift that allows me to guide you, to remain, to remain connected and advise you from this place and in this way. Death is a gift. My death is a gift for me and, as time you will, and in time you will understand how it is one of the greatest gifts you can ever receive too. There is work to be done. We have work to do. Allow me to be with my welcoming team, to meet my assembly, and I will then call upon you, call for you, and our work can begin. We have already been doing this, but now, my friend, it is the perfect timing to share more through me as I exist in this way. The spirit where I share from, the spirit with you, and you speak through spirit to share to all. You hold the language of the light, the language of the stars, and you can speak of this in a way that illuminates the light and star within each and every one. There is nothing to know, just do, act out and be guided. Allow the pull of the star to guide you and navigate you. Allow me to guide you and navigate you. There is nothing else to work out from here. And so that's what she shared. Um, yeah, just the... Um, yeah. Mm. I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, that was the night Yeah, when I was in the ceremony, so before she passed, and um, that was her, her final share before she passed. Um, and then the next day again, so um, when the share of like the dusk and the dawn and, and everything, everything is, there's this really deep sense of, with her sharing of, um, she was sharing like great mysteries everywhere. And so in the work that I do, I have an awareness of great mystery. Uh, like a, it's like the unknown um, of like, wow, great mystery is all around and we're part of the great mystery but what is it exactly um and that's what she was sharing of it was almost uh after the ceremony after she passed and I went for this night vigil the next morning I woke up I went for my walk I stood with the sunrise and just kind of did a, a bit of a, a morning meditation with the the morning sun um and it really was I was just like whoa like I understand the great mystery but I was like I can see it far more clearly now. Like everything just popped, like even around like a tree, like a leaf, there was this beautiful like energy of light just around everything. Everything just popped. And it's almost like I can still see that now of like, she's pulling me because we're in a new relationship now. And that's why it's like, wow, I miss your physical body, but I haven't lost you. We're, we're in a new relationship. Um, that new relationship is guiding me into going, I guess, deeper into the the forest, the woods, the space of, of great mystery. Um, and so that's coming through with with our connection. Um, and really a connection, which is quite clear from yesterday, is one of the ways that we're going to work is actually through psychopomp. So I did a psychopomp for her and she, I don't need the psychopomp. But um, yeah, she's to work with me when I'm doing psychopomp on others. She's going to be there to help bring the, the soul home as well. Um, and then those other words that I'm going to share. So this was, these aren't my words, this came from, as I say, when we watched um, A River Runs Through It, but I, I just spoke so deeply to my soul, but from a soul level, I know it will speak to all souls because it really is the, 
again the great mystery the magic of life the um wow what what actually happens in the spaces that we can't see but we know exist and so the words are as the moon lingers a moment over the bitter roots before its descent into the invisible my mind is filled with song i find i am humming softly not to the music but something else some place else a field of grass where no one seems to have been except the deer and the memories are strengthened by the feelings of you and really simple but really pure and really potent and yeah just that place of like yeah i can't see her anymore but in everything in the wind in the sun in a bird flapping its wings i'm like and that's also a great mystery and then that's also najal najai and that's also tunkasila so it's really just um opened me up even more to to exist in the connection with spirit and in, exist from the soul which is stepping into the wider consciousness it's really the wider consciousness that we are that our animal friends are and exploring what it is to be in that place with them exploring to be in that level of intelligence as i say not intellect intelligence with them which is the vibration which is their soul that they are and this soul holds wisdom this soul holds wisdom for us to receive so that we can also return back to our own soul and experience life from that place and it's not um you know it's a practice it's like if you go to the gym once a year you're probably not going to see any difference um it's a practice but it's not um honestly if i can do it everyone can do it and that is really um that is really my share there if i can do it everyone can do it and this is the play now that i can do it and i'm there it's like i want everyone to taste it i want everyone to taste it because even at times when there are challenges even at times when there's turbulence even at times when you're like i don't even know what's gonna go on you're just like but i trust i don't even know what the outcome is but you know what wow i have such a deep sense of connection such a deep sense of trust a deep sense of knowing even though i don't know like we just get more and more clarity and we get more and more um hmm, love of ourselves and um an understanding understanding in a deeper way of yeah of our journey our life experiences who we are our transparency and vulnerability and all these beautiful things that we're told that we shouldn't be or are not true and really that's why our animal friends come to us our animal friends come to us to show us to guide us to share with us how it is safe to be happy how we can be happy how it is our right to be happy and also how to heal how to be on that healing journey um and that's what kind of like i want us all to be um because it's so powerful like so so powerful not just for ourselves but then into the collective then into the collective well isla you know i don't know why but normally when we have these um monthly meetups i'm usually sitting on my own but tonight uh, my dog actually allowed me to sit with her while she was sleeping very peacefully, listening to you, by the way. Um, uh, you know, uh, um, Najal Najai's uh, message. So, you know, she she was actually here with me the whole time. Um, so I don't know, is it, you know, uh, she's maybe, you know, connecting as well in, in, this, in this circle in her own way, you know. Um, but uh, what you shared, 
I feel it. <laughs> mm. Mm. I really, I really feel it. So thank you. That's very beautiful. Mm. Very, very beautiful. You're welcome. Yeah, and of course, it's even in the soul sessions, right? Like I did one this just before we jumped on the call. I was I recently, well, about an hour before our call, I just finished a soul session, and it was for a cat, and then went into so the cat needed a. I did a little bit of a shamanic healing for the cat. So I'm working to add some information for this. I'm um, I'm working remotely, so I call that animal soul into my room and I do the work and then um, I play that recording back to the guardian and then there shows up the cat and the cat's like yeah, I so want to listen to this and then I do a share of um, like uh, yeah I'll sit I'll sit connected to the soul of the animal and then the animal will start to speak and so I'll it's almost like I'm speaking for the animal so that will come through as a recording and again the, the cat sat through it so it's a real again we're stepping beyond I mean, we know, like, we are, everything is vibration, right? Everything is vibration and frequency. It's just that we get so shut off um, by existing in the mind or kind of not being, it's kind of thrown into the unconscious. Whereas what I want us to do is kind of bring it back into the conscious and, and existing in this place. But non-human animals are already there. Non-human animals are already um, with and in and dancing with that vibration. So absolutely, with these type of things, it's really common for the animals to go, oh, I know what's coming up next or I know what this bit is and... I want to be part of it just to, to also honor in a sacred way. Um, yeah, really beautiful that they were with you. Yeah. Um, is there any questions from, from, from the floor here that you would like to ask Isla or any comments? No. Um, okay, because I'm. I was hoping. I was hoping. Oh, hang on. Hello. Hi. I love, Hi. I love this uh, uh, inner weather that you create when you speak about your pets. I have three three dogs, and I learn a lot from them. I also buried many dogs. And I still feel the sadness. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. But uh, they, I try to focus on the lessons that they teach me. Mm. Like, <laughs> now they are playing a little dangerous, okay? Nothing happens. That's what it is. Uh, the, the way they take a rest, for example. I, I, I learned from that because I sometimes think we must lose the capacity for just being with us. And that's the message that I see when I see my pet rest. And when they give me love, you know, some years ago, I, I think that they want my love, but <laughs> I realized that they're giving me their love. I love my pets. They are a very important part of my life. Thank you. Thank you, Saul. Thank you. And um, yeah, they are. I mean, 
non-human animals are that vibration of love and that's why they so desperately so desperately in all these different ways um show us to remember to love ourselves really and i i don't really well it's the truth of just yeah constantly reminding us to like love yourself and even there when there was like so so um authentically shared of wow like i still feel the sadness of the dogs that that i've uh, i've been with and then and um have they're no longer with me physically um and then that dip in energy right like oh i do feel that sadness and then in comes the dogs to be like yeah but how can we make fun of life still and so they kind of brought in that little that little play they when we are conscious but for me conscious of being conscious so they are so sensitive particularly to their their satellite their core of their family um to that constant reminder of yes they are love how do we be love they are love and really and this is not my share this is from the soul sessions that i've done from connecting to um like the collective conscious of canines the message that i get time and time again is like we are here to show you how to be happy and to heal we are here to show you how to be happy and how to heal and then we can even go down the route of then reflections of when our dogs are doing things that are creating a dense a dense emotional charge in ourselves that is not and then we reflect that onto the dog right oh you're naughty bad whatever we may be saying that dog is still from that place of love that unconditional love of still considering us by going oh no, don't look at me look at yourself when that when i'm doing something that creates this dense emotional charge look within to go oh how am i feeling right now i'm feeling anger disappointment frustration confusion embarrassment whatever it may be that is then the message of healing it's not that your dog is creating that the dog is so beautifully showing up to go and here here's a little medicine here's a little bit of medicine a little pill through me to take to go where does that come from because now you're ready to um to explore that wound and that's why i love living with our non-human animals because when we're in that place of being conscious with them then um we can really um yeah take them as that medicine for our own healing journey with them which gets to be um yeah really beautiful and so for you as well um honor that as well if you're if you're still feeling the sadness then that is also perfect and okay and fine um and that also might be a holding of wow where else where else may i might be holding sadness my my animals um that are now past are creating this a still reflection this this emotion for me and it could be it could be it's just them but is it is there any sadness held elsewhere and um it might be worth just exploring going into going into a ceremony um or going into this way of wow how do i how do how can i connect with them because although they're not physically with you anymore um they're now spirits so it won't be and so sometimes this when we're connecting then to the spirit of what the animal was then we the the spirit that the animal was will show itself as the animal so it can make us because as humans we can really freak out if we see something that looks very alien or see something what that's not human like or that's not animal like i've never seen this before so that's what like even spirit guides right often spirit guides will look human form because it's helpful for us as humans to go there's my spirit guide and it looks kind of like a human or it is a human or and sometimes like oh it's my deceased grandfather or whoever, whoever it may be um but they're spirits so they're no longer that physical being um so that um there might be that journey that you can do there is do you know if there's time maybe we can do this anyway there is actually a 
there's a meditation that I do, which is specifically for where animals animals have passed. And it's just a, basically a guided journey. It's a guided journey where we can go into this space, this land, and be with those beings and, and be with them, journey with them, and, and also release whatever we need to release. And sometimes it is actually we hold that sadness or we feel that sadness because we we are still holding that sadness. Now, with sadness as well, when it's held in the body, it can also create physical pain that we just think is unrelated. It's like, yeah, but I'm getting on a bit, or it's because I fell off my bike and hurt my knee, and really go deeper of like, mm, is that a separate connection, or is it from this this, this pain, this sadness, this grief that I'm still holding? Um, yeah, and there's, and there's other there's other things that, that can be done as release, but yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Saul. Um, one thing for me, because I am a community cat uh, volunteer in my neighborhood, so I serialize the stray cats and I feed them, I take care of them. Um, I have a mini farm here. I've got 12 cats and one dog. I used to have two dogs, um, you know, and I, and I actually resonate very deeply with what Isla is teaching because before I was... I felt the calling or I was awakened in that sense. Um, I was starting to feel extremely burnt out because I thought I had to keep giving and giving and giving as a rescuer, you know, as a fosterer. Um, and I just realized that it wasn't helping my animals because they could sense the stress as well. And obviously it wasn't helping me because I was so burnt out in so many ways, financially, emotionally, you know, physically. And I think that's why I'm so drawn towards conscious caregiving for animals, because when we start learning how to take care of ourselves um, in spirit with our animals, no, excuse me, my nose is running. Uh, but uh, yeah, when, when we start being in sync with the universe, with our spirit guides, with, you know, just with our pets, just be with them. Somehow there's, I don't know, for me, I feel so much more at peace that, you know, as I was saying, like, I love being with non-humans so much, you know, it's a lot easier, less, uh, less noise, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, so this, this is, this is something that I, I really, really love and um, thank you, Mercedes, for, for your greetings from Costa Rica, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, we have people coming from Panama, Costa Rica, you know, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually calling in from Singapore. So it's, it's about 3am over here. <laughs> but, you know, I love, um, if um, no one else um, has anything that they want to share, contribute, uh, I would really like to take up Isla's offer to lead us in the meditation to guide us. I think it also helped with Saul and everyone else who might be feeling something. Oh, Isla, thank you. Mm, you're so welcome. So, so welcome. Today, today is really strange when, um, when in the beginning, because I suddenly had a very sharp pain in my heart pulling out and the back of my right shoulder as well. I felt this intense pain as well coming out and something around my, my forehead as well. It was really, really strange. 
very strange sensation. But as you were guiding us and sending it out, I, it it got less and less, you know. And yeah, so don't yeah, know what that good. was. And yeah, it, well, it's interesting because of course your body will know the intention of our talk today, right? And the body, as I say, the body is it's like a navigation tool. So that's why I always say to be pay attention. Like when there's pain somewhere, pay attention to. We can journey with it. We can journey with the body. We can journey with that pain to be like, wow, like, yeah, like, what do you have to share, say? What do you have to share? Let's let's go into this this journey. Mm, thank you for sharing that, Amaris. That's really, yeah, beautiful. Mm, just do a check-in to make sure everyone is okay. Sure, um, Patty and Kimberly look okay, but Mercedes, we can't see you, so just want to check in that you're okay too. And then I guess we'll close the circle, Amrus, unless there's anything yeah. else that you mm. want to bring in tonight. Oh, I just, is it okay if I talk? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Uh, that was lovely. It was kind of an interesting, I, ha I had a menagerie with me of mm. animals from... 30 years ago and animals that I've encountered diving and, and snorkeling and animals that have been in my care in the past that I miss. Um, it was really lovely, but I'm also kind of grieving that my animal care team is kind of falling apart right now. I've lost a few people just to other jobs because they're tired of what's happening right now. And I'm feeling that loss. Uh, you know, we had kind of a dream team and uh, it helped me process that a bit too. Thank you so mm. much. Oh, thank you so much for sharing, Patty. And yeah, like we said before, before you jumped on the call, I mean, loss is loss, regardless of whether it's loss of a loved one that is no longer with us. So it's loss of relationship or job. It's it's an initiation. So we we wherever there is loss, the um invitation i would always say the invitation is yeah this is an initiation this is so we go into ceremony that we do go into mourning because it is it's something that we had and now we don't we don't have anymore um so thank you for sharing that of yeah honoring that wow we did have this dream team and how do i listen to my heart my soul my body of how that's making me feel and how i hand over and also where what else that's reminding me of of maybe some other losses that you've had in younger years that um, it may be sitting in the unconscious so you haven't been able to acknowledge um, and also with that the beauty of I will also share that when spaces become open where we can be like that oh, but this is what we once had or we I'm holding on to it because it's so familiar it's actually the beauty is and when things fall away as we are shifting and evolving it actually brings in openness for even better things to to come in and um, even if it may not feel like that at the time that's um yeah yeah it's interesting because i'm a couple of years from retirement and it was one of those things where i never imagined myself leaving this job but it's opening up what i need to leave to yeah. and the possibilities and for me it's climate action and mm. and stepping away from direct animal care to caring about the animals across the globe yeah 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 beautiful what beautiful work thank you Mm. Mm. What great group, eh? What great people. Oh, our hearts. Mm. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. 
let us just close the space. Um, thank you for all being with us, being with me, for listening, for sharing. Um, mm, yeah, so beautiful. Ah, so okay. it's the one quick question, and that's like, I'm not even sure where I stumbled into you guys. Um, so will there be, like, how often do you gather? Uh, every month. Yeah, every the first oh. Thursday of every month. Okay. Yeah. And is it always this Zoom number? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I uh, you, be, oh, so go for it. Yeah. Um, you should be able. Well, I'll post the event uh, on the Connections app. So it's called Conscious Care Caregiving for Animals, where you saw probably that's where you saw and and clicked in. So um, yeah. So unless there's a change, um, I'll let everyone know. But uh, as far as we can, Isla and I, we meet um, every first Thursday of the month um, to have this soul connection. Mm, so okay. always welcome to join us. Mm, yeah. And Wonderful. actually with that, in July, I, I'm here for June. So June, I go away on a shamanic camp, but I'm sure I'm here in June. But July, I will either have to just reschedule or just postpone July because I'm away at summer camp. So um not that thursday and i just want to honor mercedes as well mercedes has just put in the chat like um so thank you thank you for sharing um i'm pleased that you connect in that way and and i want to share when because often we can as then as human guardians particularly for animals that we've had in the past they're like oh maybe now i know better and i'm different with the dogs that i have now than the the dogs or cats or whatever animal we had in the past and um so mercedes asked, asked for her, her animal friend to, to forgive her and um, your animal friend always forgives you. Your animal or your animal friend already forgives you because the soul and spirits don't operate from judgment or ego or blame or shame. I can share that with you right now. Your own soul forgives you because your own soul doesn't operate from from that place. This place does. And what I will share as well is because we are all souls. The animals that we came to live with at that time, their soul also agreed to have that experience with you. So it's not just you, you're going to say that again, their, their soul, the soul of that animal at that time also agreed to have that experience, um, whether it is to yeah, to be there to, to help you to learn and know better and be better, to have that experience of what it's like to be this animal at this time, because maybe in another past life they had a different experience, some level we don't need to know, but um, yeah, all the experiences that all souls have, they've, they've agreed to. Ah. Oh. So we'll just close the circle. Great spirit, great creator, great mystery. Our spirit helpers, spirit guides, spirit allies, now power animals. And all the spirits that came to be with us in the circle, that came to stand with us, to support us, to assist. And our animal friends that also came with us today offer support, assistance, advice, guidance, or just to be. We thank you. And so our time together has come to an end. The circle is closed. So you are free to go to where it is you reside until we call upon you again the next time that we meet and we ask you to come and be with us. And for now, the circle is closed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Beautiful. Let me just check if that's Mercedes again. Ah, you're so welcome, Mercedes. So so welcome. Mm.
thank yes. you for being with me and thank you for being with us all and yeah just mm, i love just being together in this way it just creates such even in such small circles is so powerful um yeah coming together as one heart one mind coming together with the same passions desires knowing wants exploration or knowing that it's like hey it is okay to to not have the answers but still explore and talk about it and be in this place of wider consciousness and intelligence so i am sending you all so much love and many blessings and i will see you for those that can join in the next one okay many thank blessings. you everyone take care good night. good night bye bye thanks bye wow i'm so thankful and grateful that you took the time to listen to this podcast it would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this with others whom you care about that may enjoy it as well. Thank you, and remember to be kind to yourself and others. Have a awesome day, everyone.